chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you stared at that coin so fucking weird. Like you didn't trust the economy of chocolate coins. I was reading it. <laughs> <laughs> did it say anything interesting? No. <laughs> did, it, did it warn you about the petrodollar? It looked tasty, so I ate it. Yeah, there you go. Everybody out more? there, and invest in gold. Do what? I said I'm going to be rude and eat one more on the show. Go for it, because today is the rap party. Hi. I love it when they call me Big Pop. <laughs> Welcome to the Nightmare Box. Presenting mistakes were made. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the directorial genius, the sticky crotch, Kristen Pennington. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Film so related. Weird. Film related, not medical condition. <laughs> that sounds so weird without any context. God damn it. That is a wrap. I'm so fucking excited. So excited I ate chocolate. Took me like two years to get it done, but yeah. you know. <laughs> it happened. It's gotcha. there. Fuck a timeline. You did it. There's a lot of people sitting around right now going, man, I wish I'd made a film in the past ten years. <laughs> and they didn't. And you did. And you should feel goddamn accomplished because it looks beautiful. <laughs> I am curious to see how it's all going to piece together. Still got to finish editing it, but. I got to hold the camera. You did. I and became did a, a director job. today for one scene. <laughs> and a cinematographer. And a cinematographer. I'm going to credit you as a camera operator. God damn right. Assistant director. First AD slot. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. It'll blow my IMDb up until people <laughs> think I'm the single most accomplished person in film history. Well, I credited <laughs> myself as a camera operator on the dolls well, because... Well, uh, we're getting the dog to be the best boy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's funny. <laughs> that cracks me up. Labeling Jax as the best boy. <laughs> Um, but no, I credited myself as the camera oper- or a camera operator on the dolls since I did have to shoot part of it. But Destiny was technically, or was definitely not technically our cinematographer. Yeah. So I'll give you a camera operator credit. God damn right. I made some artistic decisions myself mm-hmm. today regarding the camera. You did, and you knew that the scene was going to be too dark. You were like, I don't think there's enough light. <laughs> I don't know what this means, but I can't see what's on my tiny screen. <laughs> <laughs> No, you did good. Your shots looked really cool. I had to fight the urge to put them all in 45 degree angles. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Because that was my immediate thing. It's just like hardcore jump shots to 45s. And you'd you'd be like, what the? I can't edit this together, bro. Doesn't match the whole rest of the movie. It looks like I'm on a boat in the ocean. I did give you that one earlier. It didn't look like it wasn't a total 45, but it did look like the room was a little crooked. So they gave you one. That was a beautiful shot. I can't wait to see how this all turns out. But that's what we're talking about on today's show. We have no notes because we spent the past, what, six hours uh, working on this. Kristen has not left this apartment today. She was editing (laughs) film this morning, shooting film all afternoon. And we're getting a podcast banged out before we celebrate with quesadillas and beer. (laughs) I'm beyond fucking excited. I had to have two showers today because this film was a messy one. (laughs) (laughs) And now we've got, you know, a bunch of bloodstained stuff. We've got to figure out how to get into our apartment complex dumpster without getting the cops called on us. I think there's no way. I, it has to be you and I going. So they're like, well, they didn't kill each other. So if it's just Jax. me. Yeah. Jax is in the bag. I say we just stuff it in one of the bags and call it a day. Nah, it's not exciting enough. I say we drape it over somebody's car. Aww. Like a snow tarp. You should leave it in the back of your Jeep for the next time someone breaks in. Yeah, I don't fuck around. Give me my toolbox back. <laughs> 
So, what what did you learn? What, what what are the takeaways from Kristen Pennington's experience mm-hmm. with? Can we give the title? I think we did already. I think we announced it on one of our other ones. Okay. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm still. It's not done yet, so I think I'm still seeing what I'm learning from it. Um, I think, which I talked about that before on a different episode, but this one, um, I was trying to be like more simple with the shots, yeah. with the lighting and stuff like that, and uh, a lot of it still, even without a whole ton of crazy effort, mm-hmm. um, turned out really pretty, so I think, um, why do I keep saying um? I've had too much chocolate. Um, and really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> This is what a college education buys you, too. Working all day. A a, a lack of public speaking skills and only one descriptive adjective. I'm not a public speaker. That's your job. I'm a writer. writer. I'm not a public speaker. I'm the total opposite. I don't want you to hear my voice. Just read what the fuck I'm talking about. Put on my podcast and hat. I think with this one, there's a lot of close up shots. Like, this film is almost entirely made up of close-up shots and that's probably a little unusual uh but it is kind of a isolated yeah situation yeah and you're kind of in really tight with the character the Mm -hmm. whole time and what uh you're going through so i feel like i believe it's in the script it's man and (laughs) woman i don't believe it said brett like it did (laughs) the one that is in production hell right now (laughs) but i don't know i guess just from the shooting aspect of it i guess like paying close attention to those tied in details and um kind of just letting the story speak for itself i guess has been with no dialogue yeah quote unquote speak for itself god damn right i guess that's been my takeaway so far chris farley effects I did actually uh, edit. We shot a lot of outdoor stuff a like week or two back, and I didn't have like a windscreen on my audio thing. And um, it was a really windy day, so all the audio (laughs) outside is completely blown out and terrible. The valley is either completely still or it's a goddamn. Nightmare. I'm surprised they don't get tornadoes here. With tornadoes? How, tornadoes here with how windy it gets. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised they don't get tornadoes. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, it's preservers. But we, we had to go um, record. What? God, I can't, can't stop saying We had to go oh. record out in the rail yard. Yeah. We had, no, we had to go back and record new audio yeah. to patch over the old audio. And I put... Our podcast foam thing, which isn't still a proper windscreen. I need to just buy one. Our mic cover. Yeah. um, On top of my audio recorder, and that helped. But you can still kind of hear the wind a bit, Mm -hmm. even in the new stuff that we recorded. So I was, like, having to piece it together. (laughs) I'm, like, (laughs) I was, like, chopping up the sounds of you walking and chopping up the sounds of the... Like, the train you could hear passing by when we stopped at that one road was, like, really clear. And I was like, yes. (laughs) So I was, like, desperately trying to chop these pieces together. No, I I think my big takeaway is it is on camera now. I have this, like, as it's been explained on the show before, I am bipolar. I have had a nervous breakdown where I fed a sandwich to my closet. Go back and listen to the episode. But, um... I, I, I had this massive fear for a very long time that I was being followed by the crowds in the Walmart into every single aisle. And if I learned one thing while making this film, it's on camera now. Oh. You can see it. You can see 
us stand next to a road, which is a dirt road in the middle of fucking nowhere, and all of a sudden, 50 goddamn cars show up and drive past us. We're like, God, motherfucker, nobody was here. I drove on that road four times today. No other cars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and the animals all follow you everywhere, too? Yeah. (laughs) So that was fun to work with. That was today. Uh, Had to shove Winston in a closet (laughs) just to get away from him for five seconds. (laughs) Kristen and I live in a one-bedroom apartment with three animals. Uh, So there are five living souls underneath one roof. And all of those souls had to be in the same room. So we've got a lot of funny outtakes that we're going to release an outtake reel. You offered to get a puppy last night. I I want him. (laughs) I want him. He's a little black lab. Nobody's come to get him. He's only six months old. He's adorable. (laughs) Two dogs and two cats and us under a one-bedroom apartment. (laughs) We need to get a house. So, like, everybody wants to, like, pitch in. Uh, you can send us money somehow. I don't know. If I, hit me up on Facebook and you can give me money. I'll sell you <laughs> very price-jacked versions of Brett's book. Yeah. <laughs> $50 for 57 pages. <laughs> $57 a dollar a page. A do- I mean, it's worth it, you know. It is. I just... It, it might as well be made out of gold. The Madman Diaries. <laughs> Find it on Amazon. I still don't know how the fuck it got kicked off the website. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get that sorted. The website being... The nightmarebox.blog. Where you'll soon be able to watch Happy Birthday, as well as the dolls. Yeah. Ooh, that'll be exciting. Second film. Two videos on there, and also the YouTube. Yeah. So what are we going to do next? Or, no, let's... Uh, we're only no We're only ten minutes in. <laughs> we can't gloss over it. No, we, we have to talk about no, I this, did learn this process. For all your shit talking about your own acting, I did learn that I'm probably worse at it today. <laughs> <laughs> it did not go well at all. There's a scene in this film where I have to close Kristen's eyes and... I kept flinching. <laughs> you kept slamming your eyes closed before my hand touched your forehead. I was like forehead. jerking away from you and like shutting them at the same time. <laughs> You're the one with the acting. Yeah. That, that was going to be I your career for before. a little while. Yeah, for like a minute. Like yeah. a, a short minute. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I don't enjoy this. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I quit for a reason. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did not anticipate that being... And like even when you weren't closing yeah. my eyes, I had to like sit still. And I was just like, I can't. Yeah. I can't sit still. <laughs> You're like guiding the shot. Like, laying there, not moving. You're like, no, the button on the right, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am probably going to cringe at that. I haven't had to do a thing where Well, the I last take camera. came out brilliantly, so I'm, I'm hoping well, that no, that I'm probably going to cringe at all of my stuff just because I haven't done anything where I was on camera in quite a while. <laughs> so You're like, be... I don't like that angle. It's a double chin. And it's like, I don't know what you want me to do here. I have no idea. You're making me look fat. <laughs> <laughs> So you put the camera there. I just hit the button. Mm. Now you did get one. (coughs) All your shots looked good, but you did get one really cool shot where um, the foreground was in focus. And Mm -hmm. the thing in the background that I'm not going to give away was not in focus. And it looked really cool. So proud of you. You're (laughs) you're debut as a camera operator i'm just saying uh fuck you quentin tarantino i'm coming i'm coming for you son <laughs> i know I think, he probably already had like three major films by the time he was 28 <laughs> i think it does help though that even with your cell phone photos you are kind of artsy about them so yeah well i like taking pictures i like painting like i like the visual arts it's just not my preferred medium i don't know how to capture all the story the way that you do on film 
No, I don't know how to do it either. <laughs> I, I keep telling you that you're the greatest director who's ever lived, and they just need to give you a chance. You keep just shooting yourself down. You're like, no, I'm worthless. Mm. I don't understand the process. I don't understand uh, special effects for shit. So if anyone wants to help me out with yeah. that, I spent way too much time just trying to make the title sequence right itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else was bad at special effects sequences? Yep. Uh, the people that ran the Twilight Zone movie that I read about last night. Oh, where no. They blew the tail rotor off a helicopter and killed three people. I think that's... It's practical effects, though. That's not... Pyrotechnics. Yeah, but that's practical effects, not... I'm I mean, talking it, about, like, it a didn't, computer. It didn't like sound CGI. like it was very practical. <laughs> I mean, unless your goal is to land a helicopter really fast and decapitate a child, I don't think... Yeah, I got... Uh, <laughs> if that's what you're looking for, then it's very practical. <laughs> I got a lot of fake blood poured on me today, and that was Brett's point of comfort. He was like, yeah. well, you didn't die like those people did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, at least I didn't blow the tail rotor off a helicopter, and it's not real blood all over the room. <laughs> He's like, I spent an hour reading articles about dead yeah. people to you. You'll be all right. Yeah. I can't, I, I, it was like, what, the Amazon Crossing or something like that was one of the ones that I uh, I read about. And basically this actress like was drowning in the middle of a river. And this dude, like one of the camera operators, jumped in the water and like drug her up on a sandbar. But the sandbar was made of quicksand, so the whole rest of the film crew just had to stand like on the far bank watching these people slowly get sucked into the sandbar and disappear. <laughs> and I was like, God damn. So at least that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I'm not suffocating in sandy water. <laughs> so I know it hasn't... Um... It's not edited all together yet. You've yeah. seen, like, bits of it, but do you... Do you feel like it ended up how you thought it would end up? Or? I think it ended up 20 times better than I thought it was going to end up. I was really nervous about the lack of dialogue. Really? Yeah. Do you think it was going to be, like, slow? Yeah. I thought boring. it was going to be very boring or, like, the point wouldn't come across, but the way that you've chopped everything up, like, there's a lot of, like, fast jump shots um, that lead from like action to action to action. And we got a lot of really interesting sounds that fill that void. Um, my concern moving forward are going to be the bedroom scenes. What kind of audio we put in there because Mm -hmm. that is so still and it's the very end. Yeah. So like, I don't want it to like be anticlimactic. Like, yeah, definitely. I do like, unless we get another really cool train screech. End credit. <laughs> I do like that um, the beginning of the film is really fast-paced and there's a lot of noise going on. And then when you leave the apartment, it kind of slows down a bit and the yeah. shots get like a little more distant. And I know you haven't listened to the corrected audio because I was working on that today. Well, but, I will um, listen to it after this. This is our <laughs> rap party. <laughs> to the hip, the hop, the hippity hop. Don't but stop. the corrected <laughs> audio is still a bit like more quiet mm-hmm. and like open air and like... I don't know, it does kind of lend to that, like, this... It's like a like, Almost like a character too. in shock. Like, yeah. everything's kind of just numb in mm-hmm. the world. So, I don't know, that was kind of how it made me feel. So, I do like that there's a moment of where things kind of slow down and the noise is just kind of, like, muted a bit. So, I don't know, I'll have to play with the, the end of the movie and see how that one works out. I'm very excited. 
And when will we be expecting this, Kristen Pennington, the beautiful, the effervescent, the directorial, the sticky? Um, it has to be out by midnight of, what is this month, the 28th? Is it a leap year? I think, I don't know. It's the midnight of the last day of the month <laughs> is when it has to be out by, which is not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday after. So, so we, two weeks. As of this recording, we've got two weeks to two weeks minus put the a finish, day. Fin, finish, the final edits on the uh, happy birthday. Which thankfully I'm not starting from scratch. I have a fairly uh, large yeah, chunk of it edited already. Most of and... it. Just the stuff we shot today needs to get fixed and then it all needs to get tightened. Yeah, and color corrected. I haven't mm-hmm. done any of that and probably tweaking the sound a bit just because I've never done a movie with no dialogue. So, Do you have a favorite moment from shooting this thing? Probably the shave scene. That's probably shave still, scene's your favorite? Yeah, my favorite. I, it's a... And the funniest outtake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That outtake is really funny. I definitely have to string all those together and release those. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I like the way I was kind of worried about it when we were shooting it. Because I was like, I feel like I'm just shooting random stuff and just kind of hoping it pans out. That's and then... what I did in the bedroom. So I'm happy that you know, I've reached the same comfort in your profession as you have. <laughs> it all looked pretty cool together and um i don't know that it's exactly what i envisioned it to be but it turned out the same like tenseness that i wanted so yeah i think the opening opening sequence is probably still my favorite how about you i loved uh how many times we tried to do that dolly shot on the penny board using the fucking like clothes clothes hamper. hamper yeah and how the dog food yeah. it was like what are we doing right now uh shooting a doorknob that is all we're doing that is all that is happening i really wanted a dolly zoom. i know but now we have to f- I, I know how to get the dolly zoom we just need to we got a rolling chair what the fuck have i been doing i've been like we need to go get a rolling chair i'm sitting in a rolly chair yeah but i needed you to close the door so you couldn't have well can, we can get it where i close the door and then we jump that we just have to kind of keep you where you are, and then I'll come out and close the door again. And you just edit those together so it looks like I'm still on the other side. I guess. And then I come behind you and pull the chair back. And voila. <laughs> we might finally be able to nail the shot of the doorknob. Or we just build a dolly. I, we can do that, too. Yeah. Go <laughs> I feel like that's the move. <laughs> like, I've... I've due to marriages and such, uh, recently acquired an engineer um, in the family. <laughs> he keeps inviting <laughs> us over to build stuff, and we should definitely uh, tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, we need to build a dolly, <laughs> and I don't know how to use power tools. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not chop our fingers off. Exactly. You know, get him to teach us how to do it, and then we can build everything. I'll build my own boom mic. <laughs> I don't know if they're made out of wood. I don't know. Uh, Another fun from my reading yesterday. Two cars passing each other. Boom mic from car A goes through windshield of car B, kills the actor and the actress. Let's not do that either. Yep. Bad moves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm bringing down the mood with facts, but like you have to go read through so many Wikipedia articles to figure out what film I'm talking about. (laughs) I was on a... Who died in what film binge yeah. last night? <laughs> there are some interesting ones. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody set themselves on fire. Yeah, they're all over the place. 
My favorite one of all time, favorite injury on film, is uh, DiCaprio's in um, Django, mm -hmm. where he breaks the glass and just starts wiping his real bloody hand on the actress's face, and she's fucking freaking out. My favorite is still, I can't remember which Lord of the Rings it is, but it's in one of the Lord of the Why does the Lord of the Rings always, because you treat it like it's on because. a pinnacle. He <laughs> kicks the helmet and breaks his toe, and like in every other no scene, yeah, in every other scene, he just kicks the helmet, and he's just like mad, and that's where the <laughs> scene ends. And then in the one that's in the movie, he kicks the helmet, his toe breaks, and he falls to his knees and like looks up to the heavens and cries out. But he like he doesn't stop. He gets up and he like finishes the scene, and it's like a really emotional moment because this is so nerdy. But the hobbits got kidnapped, and he's like, oh, God, the hobbits, you know, and like... But it's like real pain, so Yeah. Like, Fuck! Yeah. It's like him legit screaming because he broke his toe, but he's like, I'm going to power through this now. <laughs> and it's in the movie, and it, it, like, it seems like he's just like so torn up. No, the best one is The Crow, where they killed Bruce Lee's son. Oh, that's not <laughs> nice. That's not nice. That's terrible. <laughs> 44 Magnum to the chest. Uh. That guy died making a shitty film. I liked The Crow. No, you don't. Nobody likes The Crow. People keep telling crow. me they like The Crow, and I've... I haven't yeah. seen it in years, yeah, It's but the poor it. man's taxi driver. Aw. <laughs> I saw it. It was, like, Taryn's favorite movie when we were growing up. Yeah, because he was cute, and then he got yeah, shot in the chest. Yeah, on him. <laughs> but, yeah. See, I like listening to Kurt Cobain. I... He's not the greatest ever. I didn't say it was the greatest Nirvana's movie. Nirvana's not the greatest I band. I didn't say it was the greatest movie. I just said I liked it. I can, you like Zombievers. I love Zombievers. Because <laughs> it's brilliant from start to finish. It's Campy still not a and great hilarious. movie. And one of my favorite films is Hamlet 2. Not a great film. And Stitches. Stitches. Yeah. It's the worst movie I've Try to ever catch seen. a knife through the eye twice in less than five minutes. That beautifully, because it was fucking fantastic. And the Joker was good, too. <laughs> you're ridiculous. Every time we do a two-star and you're like, this is the worst one we've ever done. I'm like, I don't think anything will ever top Stitches. No. Stitches is hands down the worst. I love Stitches. Go back and listen to our Stitches episode where no. you can hear Kristen and I have this massive debate. About the worst movie ever invented. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> you know what's the best movie, though? Zombievers. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that vote of confidence. <laughs> so much for being the best director. It's a wrap. It's short-lived. <laughs> All the colors, red and blue, doesn't matter that we're black. What's that one? The game. It's from his album. Oh. In 1992. <laughs> this episode's all over the place. You can't have chocolate ever again. No, it's a rap party. <laughs> I, uh, my game plan was to have serious conversation about filmmaking and then drizzle in facts about rap music. But I didn't have time today to find <laughs> facts about rap music, so I'm just thinking of random rap songs that I could sing to you while we do this. <laughs> It's clever. I know. I'm fucking. Are we gonna call it a RAP party? I'm hotter than two babies in a Mercedes when the temp goes up to the mid eighties. Is that a real one, or are you just it's saying that? Eminem and Dr. Dre song we listened to last night. Wow, that's bad. <sighs>
<laughs> if you can't tell, I'm a huge fan the of rap music. Up. Huge fan. The temp goes up to the mid '80s, calling men ladies. To the window, to the wall. To the window. <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> Not my favorite. Lil John, <laughs> worse rapper than Happy Birthday. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's going to be like this really dramatic, like, pull at your heart strings, like, film, and in the end credits, I'm just going to have, like, some hardcore rap music on. That's how our film is going to end. Everybody from the 313! (laughs) I'm going to, like, pay some massive fee to get the rights to play some hardcore rap song. Oh, you know what the move is? Dear Mama by Tupac. No. Dear Mama. That's too serious. I'm going to do that skit where the car blows up that you played last night. Did the dog shit in here? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Welcome to the rap party. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so offended. No, he might be gassy, though. All right. Thanks, Jax, for farting on the podcast. <laughs> you like, well, you locked me up in the bedroom, and I didn't like that. And you wouldn't let me be on camera, and I didn't like that either. So what? I I don't want to keep asking you what you learned, but I don't have any notes. Did you learn anything at all? (laughs) (laughs) I I I this is the first Kristen Pennington in Montana movie. It is. This is the first Kristen Pennington since we started the podcast movie. Some may say this is Kristen Pennington's second debut. I've done other ones. Well, like this is like it's the Nightmare Box's second debut. The Nightmare Box's second film. It is. It's the first one that I have personally shot that we've actually finally released. So it is Kristen <laughs> Pennington's Nightmare Box Productions debut. We found it. Yeah. Eventually, I'll revisit the December one. It's just in production hell for right now. Yeah. Fuck it. It, it can stay there until next Christmas. Oh, <laughs> Start feel, shooting it again in November. I would feel bad if it sat there that long. <laughs> well, we can't release a Christmas movie in the middle of summer. That's who? Christmas in July. <laughs> you never heard that phrase? That's our March challenge. Kristen finally makes this movie. Luckily, the guy across the street has yet to take down his Christmas lights, so we can still get all the shots we need, but it won't be negative fucking 20 outside when we... No, we should literally, because I think... Because we're doing every other month now. I think the way we're doing it, July would be a new challenge. So we should just revisit it in July and have it be a Christmas in just July. Just call it Christmas in July. <laughs> literally. We couldn't come up with a title. Christmas in July is go. the best title. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> A.K.A. Kristen finally quit procrastinating. No procrastination, Kristen, Princess, Princess Kristen. Um, okay, so if we're being serious. Okay, let's be serious. <clears throat> could you could you just rein yeah. it in no, for I'm a minute, here. Brett? I want a fake you... mustache. I don't think OJ did it. <laughs> Shut up. Don't laugh, he was acquitted. Shut up. The whole fucking I'm trying to be serious. I'm answering your California question. I'm answering innocent. your question, be serious. Okay. I'm reading a book on OJ Simpson, so it didn't come out of <laughs> So, if we're being serious, I have not finished um, editing this movie, and this movie isn't done yet as of this recording, so I don't I don't think I'm done learning from it, but I, I will say this and the December one both have kind of been 
personally a challenge for me in mm-hmm. trying to figure out a new way to look at scenes because in hmm. both the December one and this one we revisit the exact same spot more than once so like um this film was the car we're in the car a couple of times and like i I don't feel like i changed up that shot as much as i would have liked so every time we come back to the car the shot's a little bit similar and i I do wish that wasn't the case but it's kind of forced me when i realize we keep coming back to these same locations like okay like how let's do we find look a, at it different? Yeah, like, yeah. let's find a way to reinvent this scene. Like, how do we um, come at it from a different perspective? So it's forced me to kind of start trying to think about, like, how you can make the scenes different. Like, uh, we have this little tiny square very, entryway. Very <clears throat> tight hallway. Yeah. <laughs> so when you first come into our apartment, it's like the door to the bathroom, the bedroom, and the hall that leads into the living room slash kitchen are all kind of right there together, mm-hmm. so it's a tight little, like, square, and we keep filming stuff in that tight <laughs> little square for some reason, so I keep... Because it's the only way to move in the apartment. Yeah, that's true. We it's could just the shoot door. the entire thing in the living room, or we have to have something that involves that little yeah. hallway. So, I do feel like I was better about that, at least, like, the shot of you coming into the apartment, and the shot of, like, the bathroom and stuff like that are very different shots, yeah. so I do feel like... In that tiny little square that I've having to like been having to work with, I've been like, okay, like let's not repeat the same shot. Like huh. let's do this differently. But um, a little bit harder to do in your Jeep. There was not a lot of. Room yeah, you to thought work the apartment things. was small, and <laughs> yeah. then I threw you in the back of a '93 Wrangler. <laughs> so it was a little no hard. Backseat. <laughs> a little hard to change those up, and I I only have um, like I own three lenses, but I only have two that I really shoot with because my zoom lens isn't as nice quality. So. I only have, like, two options, basically a wide or a close-up. Yeah. So, like, having to, like, swing back and forth between those two and, like, even with the wide lens. Like, sometimes I'll put the wide lens on the camera and, like, move in a bit closer so it's less of a wide shot and, like, force it to be a little tighter in. So, like, having to kind of, I guess when you don't have a lot of gear and a lot of, like, space at your disposal like trying well, that was to the point of the homework assignments to begin with yeah just limit yourself to twenty dollars and whatever the fuck you can come up yeah. with outside of it so like I, I guess that's been my biggest challenge like trying to reinvent stuff we've done already it's like okay so how do we make it different this time yeah. and how do we like kind of put you in the character's head a bit more so again there's a lot of close-ups in this movie and um I think that was kind of my answer to a lot of it, like kind of just letting like the emotions that you were like going through, mm-hmm. like kind of just play out. So I guess it's been a learning experience in that like way. How like how to develop a character <clears throat> in such a limited amount of space. Yeah, and like learning words. Like learning when you need to be like in there and when it's okay to pull back a little bit because we yeah. do have a couple of wide shots in this one. We don't have a bunch, but like learning when the appropriate time is to pull back. And there's actually a really cool transition that I haven't shown you yet, or I think it's cool anyway. Where well, uh, I will definitely think it's cool. You like get in the car and like start the car, and it is like a little. It's not like close, close, but it is a little closer in. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. It goes from, like, kind of just hanging with you and you start in the car to suddenly a very wide shot from behind the car of the car driving away. So it's, like, hmm. it's just this neat transition of, like, okay, 
let's go. And then it, you're kind of out of... It almost turns the viewer into the <clears throat> what we call on here the outsider. Where it's like now you're the witness as yeah. opposed to the... Being in there, yeah. like in the scene. Yeah, it's like you're kind of just the bystander instead of being in the moment. So the character becomes alien again because you don't have that proximity. Yeah. Like I felt... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like, I've got a little... Kristen's got the coronavirus. <coughs> I've had a cold Despite the fact that I've been feeding her Montana IPA since we moved out. <coughs> I've had a Speaking cold for which, like a month. Bam, faceplant. <laughs> quirky, strong. Lightly. <laughs> I thought it was bold. Uh, quirky, strong, dark. Handsome. Quirky, strong, unfiltered, unfiltered. dark. Weiserbuck. <laughs> Wienerbuck. <or> Wiener. <laughs> Something, huh? <laughs> That's Wien- exactly it. Wienerbach. Wiener schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and editing with the sound, I think for sure, when I get the final product together, will have definitely been yeah. a learning experience. I'm still kind of trying to find, I guess, like the rhythm in it, like when I need to kind of push the sound a bit more and when I need to scale back a bit. So. Well, I feel like you've found a lot of the sound. This might be the most musical thing that I've seen from you, where it's got a lot more of the rhythm inside of it. The December one did have a really cool rhythm with the water and the tap dripping. No, I'm, I'm not taking that away, but the audience isn't going to see yeah. that for the meantime. So I'm complimenting you just <laughs> to learn how to accept that. No. Lady. <laughs> Lady. My family! (laughs) I haven't finished the movie yet, so that hasn't been fine-tuned yet, but I think in general, by the time I'm done with the film, like, kind of finding the rhythm and the sound will have definitely, hopefully, helped my future projects, because it's been, yeah, an interesting challenge trying to find, like, the appropriate, like, spacing and time for all the sound that's happening. So... I'm excited. I'm very excited. Um, do you want to speak on that for a minute? Because like, like, I, I can explain, like, and I have on here, like how I view music and writing and how I try to blend the two to create like rhythm patterns inside of like sentence structure. Do you have any thoughts on like how you've managed to create such a musically visual thing i mean i think i'm still i mean you're still learning but yeah like i think i'm still like in a place where i'm trying to figure out like where it works so like i don't have any solid advice or like anything no 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 no. neither one of us are experts the name of the podcast is mistakes were made okay if if you're not like where we are then listen if you are beyond where we are then Write Still us listen. an email, <laughs> you know, listen and write us an email and try to, you know, key us into the next step. But Kristen has just recently figured out like musicality inside of filmmaking. So what are your, what, what, what are your immediate thoughts? Like what? It... Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I'm it's... sorry I put you on the spot. No, I don't you're fine. I just like, I, I don't have... I guess like a formula or anything for it. For me, it's it's like. Been... Do you hear a beat in your head where you're like, "I want this to look like"? Not really. Like for me, a lot of the time, it's not so much like a literal sound I'm hearing. I guess it's more of a when we talk about 
like shot concepts or whenever I read like yeah. a script or whatever, like I'm kind of seeing like flash snippets of it, like in picture frame. And um, like for me, it's kind of like a mm. internal, like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like the opening no, shot. I know it's hard to explain. <laughs> like the opening shot for our um, short film that we're doing right now yeah. has a heartbeat. Happy birthday. <laughs> has a heartbeat to it. And I guess for mm-hmm. me, it's kind of like that, like that internal rhythm of like, where is my tension at? And like, um, like when am I like kind of exhaling and breathing? And when am I kind of like a little and more happy. amped? So yeah, it's a little, a little more of like an internal kind of rhythm. Like looking for anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. So I I guess for me, that's kind of how I like kind of flow with it. And it's like whenever I go to like kind of layer the music and it's like, how is this music kind of flowing with the mood? Not even music, just sounds. Well, yeah, Yeah. this one is just sound. But in general, I guess when I'm doing like the sound or the music, it's kind of like, how is this kind of flowing with Mm -hmm. the internal rhythm that I'm feeling? So it's not like a literal music. It's like a almost like heartbeat like mm-hmm. rhythm <clears throat> so i don't know i'm still i'm still figuring it out myself like i i edit pieces together and i'm like that's close but i'm not quite feeling it and then the more i watch it the more frustrated i feel with it because i'm like that's not it that's not it and like i keep trying to fine tune it and i'm like i'm paying too much attention to it mm. instead of letting it breathe so like i'll skip ahead and like edit a different section or yeah. like just call it you know if I've been working long enough, like call it a day and be like, I'll revisit this later. Yeah. And like, cause you reach a point where diminishing return. Yeah. Where you're, you're analyzing it way too closely yeah. to even feel like that rhythm mm-hmm. anymore. So like, I'll take a break from that one particular thing that's bugging me and come back to it later. And like a lot of the time for me anyway, if I come back to it with a clear head, I'll be like, no, this is where it needs to be at, or this is like the way it's flowing, or this is the pacing it should be at, and I'll tweak it, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, that's that's it, <laughs> that's where it was. <laughs> <clears throat> now you've had like some beautifully musical moments in this film, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. And I was just curious as to like what your take was like on on that whole situation, because it is you know I'm I'm not trying to point you down, call you an amateur. Um, but you're no you're not (laughs) you're breaking away from the standard textbook way to make a film like you're developing your own style and i don't want to like pat myself on the back too hard right here but we listen to music every night (laughs) because i can't cook to silence and it's varying degrees it's never silent here you uh have something (laughs) playing while we're in bed there's yeah. Music while we're cooking. There's yeah. podcasts during the day when we're hanging out. <laughs> eating, it's never silent. Eating breakfast, listening about homicides. Just, and then her right titty was cut off. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I like that. That is something that you've like started to do. As far as like adding a certain musicality to uh, the film. Did we lose it? I don't know yet. I'm <laughs> having to type in the password. I need a producer. <laughs> in my production company. God damn it. Fucking Christ. Dead air. All right. No, you're hit, good. Hit me with something. You have something hanging down from your face, too. All right, cool. There you go. Doing makeup <laughs> fixes in the middle of our audio recording. All right, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by it. I like watching you develop um, from something more than the, this is how it's done. And you understand how it's done. But I'm getting to watch you break the rules. And the first rule you broke is we can't saw down that goddamn door. <laughs> and when I, It's been beautiful to see it from my perspective because you're like, we can't do that. We need a safety coordinator and glasses and like all this we other shit. We did have shit. glasses. Well, we did. <laughs> Thank you because I definitely got chips flying in my face and I definitely would have lost both of my eyeballs. Um <laughs> But, Ironically, though, I was the one who was probably was, not there, safe in that instance, though, because uh, I had no idea where you were. <laughs> on well, the other side of the door. I kept trying. I was standing plenty far enough away that I was like fine, but uh, I was uh, shouting at you to try to get you to stop because we had reached the point where I could see you on the other side of the door, and I went to lean in and be like, "Brad," and I was like, "Wait, I shouldn't lean towards a blade." <laughs> but you know what I mean, like. I'm getting to watch you now that you've learned all the rules of your craft or all the rules that a bachelor's degree will buy you in learning about your craft. I'm learning you learn how to break the right rules to make the things, you know, like I remember, and that's my biggest frustration with the nightmare box, the novel that I've wrote, you know, three years ago that I'm still editing out (laughs) is it's a very rule-oriented book, you know? Like, it's very by the book. This is how you write a sentence. So the whole thing reads almost like a goddamn cover letter, you know? It's like, Dear Mr. Sam, yesterday I went on a walk, and today I went on a walk, and the sky was blue, and da-da-da-da-da, and there's no, like, break in it. Whereas where I am now as a writer, I... I appreciate one-word sentences. I appreciate blowing out long 15, 20-word sentences and then crushing them with like three to two to one and using that three, two, one like a bomb going off to bring in the next 20-word sentence. Just saying, fuck you and the way that you tell me I have to list, I'll do and 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 because it worked for Cormac McCarthy. (laughs) Like I've learned from these people that I love in the literature world for breaking the rules, which rules you should break and when you should break those rules. Not getting rid of fucking quotation marks because Polinick used quotation marks. (laughs) But you know, like... You've watched a lot of film since you left college, mm-hmm. and you've filmed a lot of things, you know, like some released, some not released. None released. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to say that we had two projects in production hell. <laughs> but you've you've tried to make, like when we first started the Ziggy project, um, you tried to follow the rules. And when we started the project that is currently in production, hell, you started to break out of those rules. And with this film, you've been like, fuck those rules. Like, I know what I need this to be. And you can feel it inside of yourself. And I'm watching you change angles. And I have to walk in the door 15 times. And like, you were like, I'm, I'm focusing on the shot. And then I just had Rob Zombie playing in the background because you were wearing dead people makeup. And <laughs> <laughs> I needed to hear Living Dead Girl while watching my girlfriend, you know, do her thing because that's what I find sexy. You know, in my life. <laughs> um, and you forgot that we had to turn the music off 
and you forgot to tell me that we were actually about to do a live shot. <laughs> and I just thought we were testing the sequence. <laughs> you were like, you have to turn that off. And I was like, are we shooting now? And you're like, yeah, we've been shooting. Like, we <laughs> Found my shot. <laughs> yeah. But you, you, I, I've been able to watch you fall in love with your craft again and pick and choose what it is that you need to follow now that there's not somebody giving you an A plus or... You know, like yeah. you need to do this and you need to do that. Like you're at the forefront. You're like in the goddamn trenches. You're fighting that fucking war of art. And I think it's beautiful. I'm very fucking proud of you. Thank you. I think I have um, lately anyway taken, like we've said before, you know, it's helpful to like know the rules so yeah. you can. Shatter them. Well, you know, understand, like, how to intentionally break them and not just be doing work that yeah. sucks, you know, because you don't have an understanding of any of it. And um, well, You don't want to go in with no rules. Like, you need to know why the rule exists. So when you don't need that existence, you just push through yeah, that void. Yeah. Like, I think here lately I've been kind of taking that stuff to, like, artistic liberties... Mm-hmm. for how I want the mood to be. And, like, in college, um, I did a short film called Waiting, where... Is that the one with your uh, nieces? Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the film, like, they're both tied up in chairs back-to-back, and, like, I... Because, I mean, that was still pretty early into college, but, like, I knew if you shot two people, which that's pretty common, that's a thing you learn very early on, if you shoot two people... You know, one person facing camera right, one person facing camera left, like instinctually in our brains. When those scenes get cut mm-hmm. together, you're going to think they're looking at each other, um, you know, talking directly yeah. to each other. So, like, when I did that film, I was like, well, if I do the first couple of shots where that's how it's structured, it's a close-in shot where all you see is one of them looking left and one of them looking right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to assume they're facing each other talking. That and is then, a really cool twist. Yeah, <laughs> and then halfway through the film, like, it switches where you can see they're actually in chairs back-to-back and one of them, like, turns back to talk to the other one because mm-hmm. the, like, first several shots when we were shooting, I was like, look, just look straight forward. I know you're not looking at anybody yeah. or anything. Just look straight forward and say the lines. Because I was like, I need it to look like you're talking to each other. And then whenever we got to the point where I wanted to reveal they were back-to-back in chairs, I was like, okay, now you can look back and talk to her. <laughs> and, like, I set it up because I knew I was like, if I formulate, or formulate, what are you, French? the, <laughs> like, shots that way that people are going to assume they're facing each other. But even with that one, like, it was like I knew... If I did it that way, I could trick people into thinking that they were just sitting talking to each other. But even with that one, it was still a very structured shot. It was like close-up of girl A, close-up of girl B, close-up of girl A, close-up of girl B. Now we're going to twist the shot. Yeah. And you're going to see their back-to-back. And then we end on like a wide where you see they're actually tied up back-to-back in chairs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's next a, to each like other. It's a very small so, plot twist. Yeah. That changes yeah, the whole dynamic. Like it, it was... I feel like at the time, for still being early in college, like a clever very impressive. choice on my end, but it was still like very structured and like mm-hmm. it wasn't, there wasn't like a ton of like creative license with it. It was just like, okay, we're going to do shot A, shot B, shot A, shot yeah. B, and then here's the secret, yeah. you know? It's like when you learn to write poetry in that first class and you're writing A, B, A, B poems and then they teach you like A, B, A, A, and then like A, B, 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 you know? <laughs> So, like, I, I do feel like here lately it's been a bit more like, well, 
what's my creative take versus like how can I manipulate this because I know yeah. how to manipulate it. So it's been a little more liberating, I guess. Like, I don't know, like trying to make those creative decisions on my own. Because like in college and stuff, you know, a lot of that stuff was like you had a this is the assignment. assignment. Yeah, or these you were, are the shots we want. Yeah, or you were like working with other people or whatever. So the responsibility of those decisions weren't solely mine. Mm-hmm. And now that they are, it's kind of like okay, like what am I doing? What's my perspective? So it it is kind of a weird moment of discovering what I'm bringing to the table. I guess. <laughs> What do you think you're bringing to the table? Not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like daddy issues. I'm bringing daddy issues to the table. (laughs) Hashtag me too. What do you you think it is? Because there is something, and I'm having problems putting a thumb on it myself when I watch your stuff because I'm I'm watching it develop Mm -hmm. so quickly. Like, there is a through line, and I can't quite... I don't know, because I, I feel like thing. I have moments of brilliance, and then I still have moments where I'm like, this is the worst thing anyone <laughs> has ever done. So, like, I somehow well, in, get... in this film, it's, you know, my acting is a massive problem, because no, I was racing... Really a, well, I was racing a car in one particular scene, and this beautifully intimate moment unravels in, like, five seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, get the fuck out of here, because here comes another fucking car. Ah, I don't know. Like, I I do actually, because I've edited more to the end of that scene, I do actually kind of like the disconnect there, because to me, it is kind of a character who's shell-shocked. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's my hope that it comes together. I wrote that in, because that was the intention, is this person is completely fucking gone. Like, doesn't get it. And you picked up on that, and you translated that into a visual art form. Like, do you see the beauty in that? That divergence of the two? I do. <laughs> I I do always, when we get to the end of always, we've done two that I've finished. <laughs> um, we've done a lot of really cool scenes. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> that nobody will ever see. Eventually I'll finish. Um I have found myself both times, though, now that we've finished shooting this one, like, when we're in the end phase, and it's like, now I actually have to, like, live with these scenes and piece this together into something. Like, I do always find myself, like, wondering when I'm editing them, specifically on projects you and I are doing together. It's like, is this anything close to what he thought it would be? (laughs) (laughs) Like, or am I just completely going off the rails here? (laughs) So I, I, I do still have, I guess, those, like, oh, God, have I completely ruined this, no. like, thoughts? No, it's that <coughs> imposter syndrome that we've, we've discussed, you know, time and time again. And, no, you've nailed everything that you've ever done, from my perspective. I have no idea how to do what you do. I tried. <laughs> you did. What, one you or did two of, of One or two of my shots might be in the film. <laughs> well, they have to be because otherwise there's no shots at the end. Because like, I can't be on camera and off just camera. Just jumped to black. <laughs> no explanation for what the fuck happened. I don't know. Brett just went off his rocker and that was that. <laughs> ah, the Brett Bloom story. <laughs> Kristen and a doorknob, a memoir. Do you feel like, because um, you work on these with me, like it's changing your perspective at all? 
uh, for screenwriting, for sure. It's not going to touch my prose. Like, I, I'd have to fuck with the camera a lot more, I think, for it to, like, really affect the way that I write write. <clears throat> but for screenwriting, watching you work and now holding the camera myself has made me think about how to build a screenplay, you know, how to write the script out. Um, and I'll see what that does when we come up with the assignment for March, because I have to come up with an idea, or we have to come up with an idea. Do you have any off the top of your head? Nothing. Do we want to do the Pets movie? Uh, have you not heard that rule about don't work with children or pets? Well, we're doing <laughs> a commercial, so... <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> um, no, I'm... I'm we got a luck of an Irish film. That's my only. <laughs> no, my I'm, only I'm gonna bask the in the. I actually finished. What happens shooting in this April's? One? What April Fools happens yeah. in April? Christian holidays is Ash Wednesday in April. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna look at the calendar. We're gonna figure out what happens in April, and we're gonna tell you guys um, what the next assignment is, what we're shooting for, and what we're gonna do. And uh, at the time of the release, you guys are probably less than a week away from being able to watch Happy Birthday, which I'm beyond excited about, and which you'll be able to watch at our Vimeo at... Uh, <laughs> I think it's vimeo.com slash Productions. Or at the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Productions. Or you can go on over to YouTube.com slash Kristen Pennington. You can watch The Dolls, which is the first film Kristen and I ever worked on together. It's based on a... A story that is in my very small book, Madman Diaries, a collection, which you used to be able to find at the Nightmare Box Stop blog. But now you can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or hit me up on PayPal, or shoot me a message and tell me you want it. And you send me ten dollars, I'll send it to you anywhere, even if it costs me fifteen dollars to nice, get you there. Freshly signed copy. Freshly signed, probably smells like marijuana and beer, but. And Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can hit us up on Instagram. You can take pictures of the film that you're creating right now and tag us in it because we want to see all the fucking artistic shit you guys are doing. Nobody wants to talk to us. You can send us pictures over at... At Nightmare Box Productions. Or if you're more of the writer kind and you want to stick around 200 words, you can go swing on over to the twatter at... At Nightmare Box <laughs> Do we have any more? The email. Uh, yeah, send us an email if I've offended you with uh, anything I've said. I would love to know. Or if you have directed one of the many films we tear apart on Two Star Tuesdays, including Stitches, the greatest film that's ever been made, you can do that over at... Nightmareboxproductions at gmail. Uh, but outside of that, do we have anything else, love? No. You excited? <laughs> uh, anxious, but yes. <laughs> but yes, excited as well. It's a wrap. Ribbity, ribbity, wrap. <laughs> ribbity, ribbity, wrap. I love you. I love you. I love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Boom, bop. Bow with a bang, the dang, the yogi said the boogie said, I'll jump the boogie.